0: Well, Loki season two is here. Yeah, uh, it is. And hopefully it's going to make sense. It's going to make some sense of season one, the end of season (laughs) one for us. Hopefully it's going to make sense of the Marvel universe. (laughs) I, yes, I hope so.
1: Why is everything so screwed up right now? Please tell us.
0: Hello and welcome to the Movie Man podcast. The B team. That's Carl. And uh that's that's Brady. Yeah. Why well, you sound I was I sounded excited about you. <laughs> I'm not excited about you. Apparently I'm just <laughs> inquiring as to why, but whatever. Uh, it's just Dick. it's just your face. <laughs> I hear that a lot, yeah. Um so we are here reviewing season 2 episode one yeah Loki Loki what was the episode called um Ouroboros Ouroboros is that what it's called yeah okay all right all or right. All be for short. <laughs> so let's jump into it. and We're just going to we're going to review it. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to run through what happened in the episode. Carl's going to interject and say, oh, "This this moment but was But what stupid. about this? This was yeah. cool. Yeah. This is a cool little thing. All right. The season 2 premiere jumps yes. right back into the action. Loki appears in the TVA of a distant past. Where neither Mobius nor B <clears> fifteen <throat> not only don't recognize him, but they send people after him, thinking he's an intruder. Which season one didn't end that way. Uh, like, yeah, it did. did season it? one? Of the, the... Yeah, he he gets by. He sees the giant Kang statue, and he's like Mobius, Mobius, and he's like, Who are you?
1: Yeah, but then it like it ends there. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. So this, this is just picking <clears throat> up. Where that kind of left off? Yeah,
1: well, not re- I mean, kind of, but not really. Like, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. It just took me a second to be like to, to kind of refresh in my own mind. Like, wait, where did the last one end off? R- r- right. Like, okay. Because because this this picks up. He's running through the hall. They're chasing him. It's like, wait, what? Why? Well, okay, he's obviously so he's a TVA agent. Why would they be chasing
0: him? Well, so <clears throat> but because. Because we know the TVA has been hunting Lokis for a while. The fact that they don't recognize him should tell us how far back in time Loki has gone here. Right. He's gone back further than the beginning of season one.
1: Yeah. And, and and that there's also
0: the fact that Lokis don't always look the same. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, In trying to escape the TVA agents chasing him, Loki jumps into a mail cart vehicle that crashes into one of the buildings, (laughs) causing one of the timeline monitors to fall and crack a tile on the floor. That's important. Yeah. There, he sees Casey, who also doesn't (laughs) recognize him, and sends for more agents to come and help apprehend him. But before they can arrive, Loki jumps back into the present, something that we later learn is called time slipping. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but looks painful as all get out. <laughs> yeah. This is a really cool effect.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's it's interesting.
0: Like he's getting stretched and pulled through time all at once. I think Mobius says, like, it looks like you're getting being born and dying at the same time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, it, it's um, the breakdown video I watched pointed out that this is, looks similar to the way Scott Lang separated when he was in the, uh, whatchamacallit, in his the last Ant-Man movie. Oh, Quantumania? Like, yeah, like how he kind of separated himself and he yeah. <laughs> became two and now there's, because was, he was in the, what did they call the MacGuffin in that um
0: Ah, the I don't know, some sort of like the
1: probability device or something. And when he was in it, like it started producing every possible variant of him in that scenario, yeah. And as he was splitting, it was like, Yeah, he's, yeah. And it's this is kind of the same, like he's starting to split, but he can't, and then he just changes. I thought that was kind of an interesting, um, parallel. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's intended. I assume it would be.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, oh, I assume so. Um, so this time slipping is something that should be impossible in the TVA, but it's happening anyways. Yeah, because time travel itself in the, the TVA possible.
1: should be impossible because
0: yeah. the TVA
1: supports supposed outside, to be of outside of time. Of time.
0: <laughs> but we've learned that nothing about the TVA is as advertised. Yeah. It's all uh, a lie. <laughs> Loki asks our present day Casey... How long the crack in the ground has existed, recognizing that it's there because of him, and Casey shrugs and replies, eh, it's been there as long as I can remember throughout that which means Casey's got a shit memory because <laughs> Casey was there when it
1: happened not necessarily because in the last season we did we did find out and this comes into play several times that in their this, memory gets this episode and then yeah that that everybody at the TVA has had their memory wiped potentially several, several times, times. because they are all, um, Oh shoot. What's the word they use? Uh, variants. variants. They're all variants. Yeah. They all had lives on the timeline. Num- yeah. And their ne- memories of him wiped number numerous times, potentially. So just because he doesn't remember Loki doesn't mean he's got a crappy memory. Yeah, it, Cause it just Kang,
0: means. Kang keeps wiping their memory. <clears throat> yeah. Um, While Loki jumps back and forward through time, Mobius and B-15 are reeling from the revelation that they are all variants. So as we just talked about, they're like, you know, this is an ongoing thing now, right? It's a realization. Do we go public with it? Do we not go public with it? Do we tell everyone in the TVA? Do we not tell everyone in the TVA? How do we handle this? B-15 is firmly against pruning the branch li- branch timelines now. Now that she knows that she could be from one of them and wants to tell the employees the truth.
1: Yeah. they're Yeah, they're also reeling from like there's all these timelines growing and what's happening and this is a whole new thing. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Um, then they're called by X5, is the name, to appear before General Doc's and Judge Gamble in the War Room. B fifteen makes an impassioned plea not to prune the new timelines um, before the before the the committee in there. Um, as everyone in the room is a variant, she begs them to reconsider calling their past actions atrocities. Right, basically, they've said, "Wow, we've been maintaining," and she's like, well, "We haven't been maintaining anything. We've been destroying. We've been yeah. desecrating." Uh, her efforts are rewarded when Gamble decides that she's right and orders all TVA agents to stop pruning timelines. But Dox is a little upset by this request. is not a believer in the new, you know, in the new regimen. Uh, Loki, meanwhile, in the past, in the distant past, I should add, realizes through the recording device in the war room that <coughs> Ravona and Kang were once very close. While Kang, with Kang calling her a marvel <laughs> and saying he would be <laughs> proud to lead with her, when he time slips back into the present. He reveals that they should all be aware of the oncoming threat, and he kind of jumps in and out a couple of times here. Like he, you know, this time Loki slipping does, thing yeah. is yeah, this sort of he, he, reoccurring. yeah. At one point, he um,
1: appears in front of the this kind of war meeting council meeting thing and slips yeah. out again. And <clears throat> there, so the the Ravona Kang thing is kind of. Imp- uh, imp- Important comic book wise, because in the comics, Ravona is like is Kang's love interest, and he does a lot of pretty much everything he does um, in some way is connected with him trying to be with Ravona, but never being able to. Like something always kills right. her or keeps them apart, or
0: <clears throat> yeah. Um, so then there's a little bit of a squabble between Loki and X Five. X5 gets the prune stick out. It's all, you know, all Mm -hmm. gung-ho. But Loki shows everyone the truth by using that same uh, pruning stick, time stick, to prune away the mosaic veneer of the wall, revealing the gold castings of Kang's face. And saying, that's the guy. (laughs) <laughs> this this is the That's, guy who's in charge of everything. This <laughs> is the guy, right? To hell with the timekeepers. They're, this you is, know. <clears throat> this is like uh, I I just
1: realized this. This is kind of like um Thor Ragnarok.
0: Yep. Yeah, like yeah, with Thor, the mural on the Hel- ceiling of Hella.
1: destroys the mural of Loki and Thor and daddy yeah. Odin in this lovely beautiful image, but underneath mm-hmm. that is a is an older one where Helen and daddy are like are, warlords. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're, they're, um, uh, oh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A type of ruler who's very, um, our conqueror. No, it's <laughs> an adjective I'm looking for. Um, conqueror is an adjective. I would say conqueror is a noun. That's a proper noun. That's something you are. It's a title. Um, it's also something you do, you do, <laughs> a It's like it it's like the opposite of benevolent because because ultimately Odin becomes a benevolent ruler. Right. But anyways, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um where are we here? Dox remains unconvinced and wants the truth for herself, so she takes her troops and raids the armory, commanding X5 to figure out what the hell is going on. She wants to hunt down <laughs> Sylvie there's, there's an, in,
1: the, that what she says to him here is, seems interesting too. Very interesting. She says the timekeepers are fake, but their warnings are real. Like, are what, their warnings, what are real? warnings are they talking about? Like the end of time, time being destructive. I, it's I think ruined, it like
0: the danger of <clears throat> timeline branches. Timelines.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, but then they yeah, then she's uh, like yeah, we she, got to find Sylvie and and this we got we, gotta we
0: got to, f- we got end to end hunt time. down Sylvie and we got to figure out what happened at the end of time <clears throat> because they don't they're not buying the story that they're being given. Um finally reunited with Mobius, Loki tells him everything that occurred at the end of time, his final altercation with Sylvie, and the fact that quote unquote he who remains kind of made sense to him. Right? So
1: he's, he's not like... He's, well, now that he's back in the TVA and he's seen in the past TVA and he's seen what the past was. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, yeah. He's kind of like multiverse means more Kangs, means yep. more destruction.
0: Freeing the timeline would only bring chaos and more Kangs. Yeah. Um, and pruning was all a part of avoiding more versions of Kang who would yep. eventually try to conquer. Yeah. Um, Notably, the TVA has been having power surges through the episode. And when Mobius tries to find Miss Minutes for help, Loki warns him that she is also on Kang's side in all of this. So we can't trust Miss Minutes anymore. And I hope Miss Minutes makes a return because Miss Minutes was voiced by Tara Strong. And I'm like, anytime Tara Strong does Uh, anything. And they they made it
1: pretty clear that Miss Minutes was not to be trusted by the end of the last season. Oh, yeah.
0: She was a little, like, yeah. She was a little devious. Yeah. Um, The two decide to go to the repairs and advancements division, hidden deep within the basement of the TVA. And it's there that they meet Obi. Notably... And again, this is important. Auroboros. And this, this this, has the Ouroboros. And this is important because this is more confirmation. They're really driving home that fact that Kang keeps memory wiping <clears throat> C-3PO. I mean, everyone at the TVA. Because Obi remembers the encounter with Mobius from 400 years ago yeah. when he first met. <clears throat> it's like he's the only one that isn't. <laughs> Yeah, but Mobius has no recollection of it. And see, and this is the interesting thing because it's like, yes, it, like this is confirmation that although time slipping is happening within the TVA, the TVA is still outside of time. Because if Mobius has been there for 400 years, then damn, he's got a good face cream or he's not aging within the TVA. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's well, the confirmation The TVA is of definitely that. out of
1: time, but it it seems like it like, even though it's out of time, it obviously still has its own timeline.
0: Yeah. So, to speak. so and then it's so curious to start to wonder, like, what time is Mobius from? Right? Yeah. Like, he, he's got those jet ski magazines. So So, presumably from a time that has jet skis. Yeah. But is it... Twenty fifty? Is he from two thousand and two? Right, like that's I. To me, that's very interesting and probably not something they'll necessarily dive into. But those are the things that I wonder about and I think are are really cool. Um, everyone, everyone else at the TVA seems to have their memories wiped, but Ob obviously kept track of time at the TVA. And when Loki time slips into the distant past, the Ob of the past. Has yet to get his nickname from Mobius. So he doesn't, he's like, oh, I'm Ouroboros. <laughs> doesn't get implies, his nickname
1: from o- Morbius at all.
0: <laughs> yes, which implies that Loki is more than 400 years in the past. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's interesting. <clears throat> and I think maybe a small detail that not everyone would necessarily pick yeah. up on. This,
1: this is a fun little thing, <laughs> too. Like. Yeah. Obi. Oh. oh,
0: that I like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's worth noting. I mean, we haven't said it yet, but Kihu Kwan is oh an oh. amazing addition to this. Oh my goodness, amazing addition. Oh, to this. such a lovable character. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. want there to be someone like either Obi's supervisor or someone, someone in the TVA needs to be named Doctor Jones. Just so that we can get Ki-Hu Kwan saying, talk to Jones. <laughs> like <laughs> it'd be total unnecessary fan service, but yeah. it would make it it would make everyone's heart smile. <laughs> uh, with Loki in the distant past having a conversation with the OB of that time, and Mobius in the present having a conversation with our present day Obi, the two versions of Obi figure out that Loki needs a temporal aura extractor in order to pull Loki from time and ground him in one place. It's dangerous, requiring Mobius to expose himself to temporal radiation, which could melt his skin off, and <laughs> requiring Loki to prune himself in hopes of grounding himself in the present. This whole scene is amazing because the yeah. whole time, like the only, two the only thing... two conversations going on. Yeah, well, and the only thing on Owen Wilson's face is... The, the detest mustache? of the well the, the detest of the idea of having his <laughs> yeah. skin melt off. Yeah, he like hears he's that not excited. Like
1: he, he's it's all he's focused on for quite some time. Once he finds out that that's what a potential thing that can happen to him.
0: Well, wouldn't you be? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they really this whole scene is very Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes, yeah, because. It's yes, there's time travel in the episode, but it's not like complicated time travel. It's just like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to put I'm going to put this, you know, note on the wall next to my computer so that when I come back in time, it's there and everything. Right. Like, yeah, Bill and Ted did it with the the guitar in the bushes. Well, and they did it. Yeah. And they did it with a key and the key and stuff like that.
1: It was very, yeah, very funny. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yes, yeah, so, so, Because Obi's, he's back in time talking to to Obi, like, this is the thing I need. Yeah. And Obi's like, oh, but I mean, it's only helpful if you're in the those. future. I don't have yeah, that. And, and it, then and so in the Obi future, has, he's like, I don't have that. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Actually, I do I have do. one of those. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, I've never had, you know, I've never done that wait a second, actually I have. <laughs> it's yeah. It's so yeah. well and done. Act, this yeah. scene. And they
1: figure, they they actually figure out that that's what's going on and they kind of play to it. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, Obi, like we said, realizes that leaving the multiple branches of the timeline unpruned is leading to the temporal loom being unstable. There's a lot about MacGuffins in this episode. And the temporal loom seems to be the big daddy of all MacGuffins. Basically, the loom is being overloaded and it can't handle weaving together too many timelines, as the loom is what transforms raw time into a physical timeline. It's unclear what would happen to the universe without the loom entirely, since it's clear that Kang created it, but chaos seems guaranteed. And not only did Kang create it, but he, because... Ken created it as part of his plan to keep um, pruning timelines. There isn't, yeah, it doesn't have the throughput to be able to <laughs> handle a scenario where timelines aren't being constantly pruned.
1: Yeah. It, it's, this is an interesting thing. Like, cause you look at this when they're standing at the window, looking out at it, it's seen there. It's like a funnel essentially it's like funneling all timelines into this device. And they're coming out as like one time.
0: Well, it's like a loom, but it's like, it's yeah. strands of yarn or strands of thread coming in and being woven into a rope. Yes.
1: My, my point here though, is like, and this, this kind of came from one of the break, the breakdown video I watched this, this kind of proposes that at a certain point, There are still multiple timelines to be pushed into this thing and create this timeline. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that works. So anyway,
1: I don't know. Like, is this the beginning of time where there's multiple possibilities being funneled in and pushing out only one instead of multiple still?
0: Right. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know.
1: Like yeah, it's something that they probably won't answer. It's just something you kind of, kind of like okay. It's just it's funneling time. (laughs) Yeah, and now because there's so many timelines, I don't expect them to dive into it. But it's an interesting kind of question to kind of uh, geek out over a little bit. Yeah, and they may they may
0: talk about it. They may
1: yeah, it may be Um, an important thing. But it may if they if they don't, I don't think it's that big a deal. It's just no. It, it creates it creates a problem, which will probably be one of the big problems for the episode, which this
0: episode sets up a lot of pretty big problems, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure uh so then Loki time slips again this time into the future uh, yeah, and Mobius must date make the dangerous trek out to the launch uh, out to launch the temporal aura extractor and hope that Loki prunes himself in time. Otherwise, his skin's going to melt off. Yeah, Loki's been given a little device that'll tell him when to do it. Yeah. The,
1: the, 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 this was cool. Like, when he time slips, he loses the pruner. So that creates a problem he has to figure out, which creates a fun scenario. But I like the the little, like, Mobius is still, like, obsessing over the fact that he might have all his skin peeled off. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And he's like in the dust, he writes skin, which when
0: t- Loki time slips, lets him know that he's in the future. Now he's in the future. Um, yeah. the other thing that we see in the future is that the TVA seems to be in total disarray. Um, everything's covered in <laughs> <Yeah>. dust. <clears throat> well, well, yeah. The, uh, This
1: this is a future where they don't fix the problem of the of the uh, loom and it's Mm -hmm. about to explode implode create a black hole do something bad create an incursion really
0: bad (laughs) create an Uh, incursion (laughs) yeah as the time comes for Loki to be pruned he can't find anyone with a time stick and seemingly resolves himself to be lost in time he's like okay well I'm I'm screwed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He approaches a ringing phone in front of an elevator, but he's surprised when he sees Sylvie prying open the doors of the elevator and she's relieved to see him. Right then, he's pruned by someone unseen and just in time to land back in our present day. Yeah. Um, And then there's a mid-credit scene yeah like that's theory? kind of the end of the episode. Do you have a theory here about who pruned Loki obi
1: future obi future obi <laughs> <laughs> i um uh, I'm down with the theory that i that I heard that the breakdown video proposed. I think Which it's is. really interesting, and it's kind of poetic in how it, we've already kind of seen a setup for it in this episode with the conversation down at the whatever department that Obi is in
0: charge of. Loki okay. pruned Loki. Future Loki pruned current Loki? Yeah. Go on. So,
1: um, we Loki knows that in the future he, that he, he, he's time slipped to the future right now. Like, and he, he's going to know that, that when he time slipped, he didn't have a pruning stick. So as we go through the season, there's, we're going to come back to this moment, but it's going to be currently future. Loki <laughs> talking about time is hard. Current, currently present Loki is gonna in the future find a pruning stick. Come back to this moment, knowing that future Loki or past Loki, <laughs> this Loki is going to be at this elevator needing to be pruned. Right? Does that make this sense? Sounds like our this sounds like
0: <laughs> our flash review all over again.
1: Yeah, it's it's um like yeah, kind of like a cyclical or kind of
0: thing like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah yeah no that makes sense that makes sense <clears throat> um, yeah. then the episode ends with a mid credit scene that takes us to 1982 Sylvie arrives in Broxton Oklahoma where we see that she is on a branched timeline yeah that's a I think an important
1: distinction there
0: yep um and of note Marvel Comics savvy fans will know that Broxton serves in the comics as the home of New Asgard, where Thor resides. Yeah. Fun little Easter egg. Um, a, f- a floating... its a, in, in the comics, it's a floating city that exists right outside the small Oklahoma town. Um, yeah. Sylvie walks through a field and ends up at a local McDonald's. How much
1: do you think was paid for this promotion. (laughs) You think McDonald's
0: paid Loki or the other way around? I don't know. Somebody paid somebody for this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Surrounded by people enjoying their McNuggets, a brand new item (laughs) and Big Macs. Sylvie feels a sense of peace seeing the people happy. When the employee asks her what she wants, she replies wistfully, I want to try everything.
1: Well, first she says, no squirrel, no this, no that. <laughs> she's,
0: yeah, she's clearly- She's talking about
1: a bunch of food that you would eat in an apocalypse, because that's where she's used to hanging out. That's where out. she's
0: been hanging out. Yeah, she's been on <laughs> one too many timelines. Yeah. And that's uh, that's that's the first episode. So let's talk about this. What What was good and what wasn't good? What- do you like what? Don't you like? Was this a good episode? How are you feeling about Loki season one or season two, episode one? Um, I don't know,
1: they got a lot of balls in the air here right now. Like <clears throat> Sylvie's on the run, h- hiding out again, and somehow is going to be important. You got the Ravona and Kang <clears throat> problem. You've got this timeline destruction issue with the Loom, um, and then you've got uh, what was it? Um, the The what's her name from the War Room, and um, taking a bunch of yeah uh, gear into Judge gamble. Yeah. She's taking a bunch of gear into who knows where with a bunch of men to to who knows what. Yeah. <clears throat> so a lot of balls in the yeah. air. Yeah. Like pretty pretty fun set. Like it creates a lot of tension. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, in terms of like setting up your
0: season, I think you've they've done a great job. It's so. really nice to see Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston's <clears throat> chemistry again. Yeah, that's a um, fun on-screen chemistry.
1: Yeah, the stuff with Obi was, yeah, it was uh, amazing. Was was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially with the time slip. They 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 presented the time slipping problem, quickly solved it, so it's not an issue moving forward. I think that was really well handled.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you can't it just kind of disrupt the whole show if it just kept going yeah.
1: on. Yeah, and it kind of. I think it also kind of sets up obi's character really well that he's he's this really smart guy that knows how to build what's needed yeah so yeah yeah um i i think it was a win for me what about yourself on all those things that you asked me
0: (laughs) uh so i think this episode's a win i think it's fun i think it's exciting like i said the chemistry is fantastic um I'm excited about... I, like, I'm more excited for the storyline at hand than I was at this point in season one. <sighs> like, it looks like it's, it, there's going to be some fun stuff. It, it, obviously, the season is going to be largely about Kang. And I think that, as a result, it is well on its way to cementing Kang as the villain of the MCU. Right. Which is something that needs to be done um i I do worry. I mean it's a Disney plus show and it's episode one, and I really liked it. <laughs> this, yeah <laughs> the, the trend continues <laughs> right so I mean which means so it means nothing. This could be garbage by the end yeah, but I thoroughly it, enjoyed episode one. Was, I'm hoping that trend will continue all the way through. I mean, I don't ever think, I think Loki season one got convoluted towards the end. I don't think Loki season one ever got bad though.
1: No, I, I think I enjoyed it all the way through if I remember right. Yeah.
0: So I mean, it came out.
1: So I was looking at this before we sat down to review here. WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, and Loki all came out in the first half of 2021. So they all had pretty big budgets and, and script, right. could probably time to script, write And do their thing. So like, and all three of those Wanda was amazing. Winter soldier for me was good verging on really good. And Loki, I think would be, I, classify it the same it wasn't till yeah and then later in the year we got that summer we got what if and then and then we got Hawkeye which kind of where the ball started getting kind of dropped a little bit I think
0: I mean so here's the thing I just rewatched we just rewatched <clears throat> Hawkeye all the way through yeah and I liked it much more the second time when we were like just watching it back to back and kind of binging it. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, I think it was good, but it was, it was it wasn't verging. Like it wasn't the, the same pedigree as Loki Falcon and right. Vision.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And maybe that's because even though he's been hanging out with Avengers, Hawkeye in reality is more of like a street level hero to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So, like, seeing him go from this, like, big-tier team global threats to just kind of existing. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't okay. know. But yeah. anyway, um, my my point being that, like, Loki was right at the beginning of this Marvel TV show's craziness. And <clears throat> it... This this show kind of feels good uh, by comparison. Still, this episode yeah,
0: and hopefully the fact that they've had two and a half years between seasons.
1: <laughs> yeah, to sort things out. Yeah, right. The, the, yeah, the big. I think the big question will be like Loki, in its in and of itself, can. Do a lot of things, but at the same time, it it can affect a lot of things. Because essentially, the first Loki is what broke the, the 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 make created the multiverse.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. Like with and without Loki, I mean, you you could still do it. You could just make the assumption, like you could just not that do it's Loki always been at all there. and then yeah. do the multiverse. It's always been there. But Loki explained the multiverse for us. And yeah. then, and then we got Spider-Man and then when we got Dr. Strange and one division. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all listed below. Patreon, of course for as little as a dollar a month you can support the show and get some rewards in return it goes a long way it goes a really long way to helping us keep the show running it's not cheap it's not cheap to run a podcast who the hell knew uh, and merch i'm wearing a shirt it's you you're just recycling bits now <laughs> i'm still wearing it <laughs> still wearing a shirt really yeah. we'll, we'll let the viewers decide how long it's been since I wore the shirt <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's the only shirt Carl owns actually
1: yeah it's that good
0: it's you that, should get it's one it's that good has holes in it now but that's just because it's you know it's my summer shirt <laughs> 400 days straight wearing a shirt is uh yeah it's gonna put yeah, holes in it. shirt you know, yeah breathes well. <laughs> <laughs> it breathes well breathes <laughs> well uh, it's because well, it's because you bought the movie men that the uh, the mesh shirt. Yeah, you know, for when you go yeah. clubbing, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, fishnet shirt. Yeah. I have an image in my head now that I can't get out, and it's it's regrettable. We need
1: we need to add that to the uh, to the store. The movie mesh shirt, fishnet shirt, fishnet
0: shirt. Yeah, yeah. we we'll have an eighteen plus section on the store. <laughs> Why does Gross. it need to be eighteen plus? <laughs> Because, what do you mean? Because if you were walking down the street and you saw a 10-year-old in a mesh shirt, you would go, oh, some someone should be calling child services.
1: It's like standard fashion back in, what was it, the 70s, 80s?
0: <laughs> Not for 10-year-olds.
1: <laughs> no, for
0: adults, though. Yeah. Do you know what else was standard back in the 70s and 80s? uh bell bottoms drug fueled orgies (laughs) so that's why mesh shirts were a thing (laughs) i'm pretty sure those are still a thing somewhere all right we're ending this episode now